Hey, uh, what up? We are uh, back to standard length show, so it's about an hour and a half today. Lots of football, um, as to be expected. Lots of baseball. And, uh, yeah, you'll hear us talk about a potential episode title, but obviously we came up with another one. Oh, and um, before I forget, we are not going to be on YouTube for a while because uh, my computer sucks. But that should be fixed soon. All right, let's start the show. Another episode of Stone Sports. I am Bert, and with me as always is Dubs. Say what up, Dubs. Lots of boots, yeah. Sorry, yeah, I don't know what happened there. Um, I think I have cholera, um, which I don't even think coughing is really a symptom of cholera. No, it is. It is. I think. I don't know. Who cares? Um, so what's going on, dude? Not a whole lot, man. Made it through another week. Everyone, uh, basically everybody in my life got COVID tested, and they're all negative. So. Your boy's probably negative. <laughs> Not yeah. that I was sick, but just everyone else around me getting tested. Sorry for the typing. Um, so, do you know like where it fucking came Area, from? Blood. Um, what like the sickness? Yeah. Uh, Selena. Well, my mom got sick first from a concert. I'm guessing. Oh. Selena got it. If it was even the same thing, but Selena had like all the symptoms all week. Super fun. Was pretty certain she had it, and then yeah, it was negative. So we're good, and she's getting better. I think she had like some sort of nasty sinus infection. Which yeah, right. Like never, never fun. Yeah, like remember, like um, fucking like six months or a year ago, whenever it was, right when I got that fucking crazy food poisoning that I thought was COVID. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, dude. Ew, yeah, that was nutty. <laughs> yeah, that we probably remember talked about it on like the my, show. Remember when I had my, like, throat infection? And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll be better next week. We'll be good to go. And then the next week, I was like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> We've been through a like, lot yeah, on this podcast. We've been through a lot, man. No COVID, though. No COVID yet. No COVID yet. Um, Knocking on some wood. I, um... I went to a couple shows for the first time since COVID. And that yeah, I've was, been to um, one show and I've been to some awesome. sporting events. But yeah, how were your shows? Well, the first show I went to was just like a, a show I went to. The second one was one I played on Friday. And that was... Just uh, kill it? Yeah, we did a good job, I think, um, for being like a new band. And Who there headlines? Was, uh, this band called Crime Line. Uh, Where was it? In Norfolk. Right. Uh, it was a, you know, it's a punk show. So I didn't expect too many people to get to be there. And then we got there and I was like, oh, shit, there's like, you know, fucking 7,500 people here, which is a lot for a punk show. So uh, that was fun. Had a good time. And then I dude, we went to this diner, bro. I got to tell you about this. Oh, this is so good. We went to this diner in Norfolk called Dumars. Is it owned by Joe Dumars? I don't know. All I know is it's incredibly old, like incredibly old. Uh, and they claim they invented the waffle cone. So we roll up. Dumars owns a field house and grill. Not, not that. <laughs> so we go to this 
we pull up in this diner and bro it looks like it has not been changed since like 1952 like yeah so we pull up and we're like all right and we they give us the menu and the menu has not been changed since 1952 we got two cheeseburgers four barbecue sandwiches a half pint of barbecue two hot dog sandwiches which if you don't know what that is i'll explain that later and uh show you two things of fries and two milkshakes so that's 12 things we got it was like 20 bucks what yes everything was like two dollars like three dollars tops were you in mexico no dude that's what we kept saying we were like this is fucking ridiculous are we in america i know right it was crazy i mean the burgers were tiny like they were not like big ass cheeseburgers or anything but even still it was it was um but food was choice bro Highly recommend if anyone's in Norfolk, you should uh, check out I would have been like, Dumars. inflation hasn't gotten here yet, huh? And the guy behind the counter been like, what? Oh, it wasn't even a counter, what bro. They had, like, here? somebody come up to the car kind of shit. It was, like, oh, that like old school. Yeah, it was, like, an old school-ass diner. It was lit. It was lit. But, uh, yeah, that's enough food talk. Um, I've never been to a Sonic, but every time I see the commercials of them, like, on the roller skates, I just, like, I think of going there and just pushing them over. Sonic, my food and just being like, ah, nerd and driving away. Sonic, I'm going to say average. It's an average food place. But the nerd slushies, that's some fucking top tier shit. Well, top notch action, bro. It's amazing. It's a slushy that you can get in pretty much any flavor. And then you they put nerds in it like the candy. Yeah, yeah, I, I follow. Oh my god, it's I'm fucking a big nerd a, guy. Oh Nerds my god, good. you gotta get one, bro. You you gotta you gotta. You it's, ever get nerd? You got nerds in those little fucking boxes, right? And like Halloween and shit. I just fucking yeah, and they had the little the partition whole, in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know the why. Whole box is gone. Who are you Ow. fooling? You know, you just open the mouth, pour it down the hatch. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. It's like pixie sticks. We used to do that with pixie sticks too. Oh, yep. Yep. I The pharmacy across the street from where I used to live would sell pixie sticks for, like, 25 cents a piece. So I'd, like, literally go in there with dimes and just get, like, eight pixie sticks. <laughs> I don't even like them that much, but I still I eat them. I don't either, but they're... <laughs> my, like, 10-year-old brain was like, I can get a shitload for, like, $2. Right? Yeah. Or, like, um, Spree's, though. That's pretty top-tier candy, like, for that kind of shit, you know? Uh, and then fast forward like six, seven years, I'm like, I could get more weed for less money if it's shittier. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Yeah, I used to do that too. Oh, you can't breathe in the morning. Yeah, you can't breathe. You get high for like 10 minutes and you got a wicked headache. Then you got to smoke it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, that's There's a, one time that's a I, got, cycle. I got this bag. Me and my two buddies are in it. It had to have been our senior year, but we could have been juniors. But we went to go buy weed. We were all fucking stupid broke. And they were coming over for the night. We had, like, a little bit of booze. I'm like, all right, now we just need some bud. My guy was like, I got this shit. And we're like, well, we can't afford that. And then he pulled out this, like, bag of <laughs> bark mulch-looking shit. And he's like, and then there's this. Yeah, he's the, like, like it'll pepper get... buds. Yeah. He's like, I can't sell it. It'll get you high. It just tastes like death. 
and he gave us like a half ounce of weed for like 35 40 dollars yeah dude we used to call them pepper butts because when you get like really bad weed it smells like pepper yeah it smells it like looked... black pepper like it's yeah. really fucking gross dude like it was bad man yeah i smoked a shitload of that when we I was like in powered through the half ounce and the whole night and like into the next morning uh, oh my lord but you know what's ridiculous dude is like it, i could get the good stuff too like i was smoking good stuff too but occasionally for some reason i would just buy the bad stuff i think because like there was no good stuff around to be had on that particular day and i couldn't go a day without it you know right so just had to get what i could get but yeah that stuff is gross the brown frown the brown frown it leaves you with one bro i have a problem i have What's a up? compulsion all right, let's play a game. You got a little Big Ben issue going on? All right, or? no, no, no. So on Saturday, <laughs> no. Jesus Christ, let me make a note. Eight minutes, got to take that out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I meant the porn addiction. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, cool. Yeah, then we're good then. We're good. Um, so <laughs> Saturday, I was supposed to go to this like vegetarian festival, and um, it fell through. So I, I was like, well, I want to do something, and I feel like shit. I'm going to go to the record store. Guess how much money I spent at the record store. Um, $372. You're a little high. It was $246. A lot. I was thinking <laughs> in the 200s at first, and I was like, nah, it's probably more than I think. So I get all the records. I come home. I'm super pumped about it. And then I lay them all out, and there's like, 15 of them and i was like oh we have a problem like this is a problem which is hilarious because you think it would hit me like 400 records ago i would have realized i had a problem but for some reason on that particular day i realized i have a fucking problem oh too many records too many records too little time it's like i'm in the store and it's like oh well like this is cool some you know underground african garage funk record i've never heard before i have to have to buy that you know and then it's like well there's an oblivion's record i'll have to buy that you know and then it's like well count five you know i like one song on that record i could just buy the single no i had to buy the whole record it just keeps spiraling until i'm like like well, i could not buy this right now but what if i come back and it's not here you know i get like fomo about records it's it's a problem i need to is there a See, rehab this is for what records happens. this is what happens people who have addictions to things they're not supposed to have i.e alcohol and drugs right like you and yeah somebody else i co-host a show with <laughs> uh you fill it with other things oh yeah i filled it you with everything it with under the, i filled it with everything under the sun let's be clear i filled it with television yeah. movies sex like food i've i've been the through the gamut but yeah i i don't know it's some My it's just something about the record it's like something about collecting something my other co-host fills it with fantasy football. Right. Th that's probably a healthier way to do it, though. Yeah. Because it's not really costing you any money all that much. You know what I mean? There's okay. something weird about, like, collecting. Like, when I set my mind to collecting something, like, I just have to have it all. And, I, I like, I'll see some, like, guy at the end of the aisle, and I'll be like, well, he looks cooler than me. And, like, you know, he'll see this record and probably buy it. Like, I got to have it. You know? It's just... It's pretty ridiculous, but um, yeah, it was. That's a weird way of thinking about it, but. Oh, dude, I mean, I you, I still do that shit. Like, I'm still scarred from, like, high school and middle school. 
Yeah, I think it was Mark Marin who said, like, every time I see a group of high school kids in Letterman jackets walking towards me, in my brain, I'm still like, fuck, be cool. Like, <laughs> I still kind of do that, too. <laughs> like, if I walk into a restaurant, there's, like, you know, a couple, like, football players in Letterman jackets. I'm like, dude, just, like, chill out. Like, they're not going to talk to you. Like, just, you're all right. Like, we're fine. They're not going to bully you today. You know, like, it's so You're, ridiculous. like, halfway through your food, and you're like... I'm 30 years old. I could beat the shit oh, out dude, of three yeah, kids. Oh, dude, yeah, right, exactly, <laughs> and go to jail for it in a heartbeat. No, you have no idea. The other Cue fucking the day. the Charlie meme with the bikes. Right, like, the other day, I'm I'm taking a walk, and there's this kid who lives down the street from me, and I think he's in kind of a similar situation. He, I think he gets, like, pretty heavily bullied. So I tried to be nice to him, you know, and just, like, talk to him. And he was watching uh, preseason hockey, like, on a projector in his garage. So I, like, walked up, and I was like, what's up, man? And he turns around, and he goes, How's it going, sir? And I was like, oh, fuck, I'm a sir now. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so I texted this girl that I've, I've been hanging out with, and I was like, yo, like, this high school kid just called me a sir twice. And she, You don't look like a sir at all. I know, right? But he did. And But this is hilarious. Her response when I sent her that was, what are you doing hanging out with high school kids? <laughs> And I had to, like, backtrack and be like, no, 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 you don't understand. You don't understand. Kid gets bullied. Uh, he was watching hockey. Yeah, just trying to be nice to the kid, you know? But, um, yeah, I guess I'm that old now, man. I'm a sir now. It doesn't feel good. I thought it would feel distinguished and, and somewhat scholarly, but no. It's, um, I feel the icy hand of death approaching fast. I'm like, oh, fuck. What's that on my arm? Yeah. It's going to chill. Am I having oh, a stroke? coming for me quickly. Right? Jesus Christ. So let's not talk about that anymore because that depresses me. Um, Get your monitor you... off? Yeah, it's off, dude. Look at you. I took it off two days early. Oh, fucking perfect. <laughs> Probably not supposed to do that, but fuck you. 12 days is enough. Um, You've got enough information. For sure, for sure. You watch My anything cool recently? Enough. Uh, just on some foreign. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really haven't watched much, to be honest. Just sports. I watched that documentary about Elizabeth Holmes. You know yeah. who that is? I don't. It's the like, name rings a bell. She's the like lady who was like trying to be like Steve Jobs and started the like um, blood testing company. And she talks like this, and it's really weird. Yeah, no, I don't know who that is. No There's way. a documentary on HBO Max about it. I watched that. That was pretty fucking interesting. But that's Got your brain moving. Yeah, it was just kind of crazy how like it basically talks about how like in Silicon Valley and everything, there's this like super prevalent attitude of like fake it till you make it. So you basically have these people that investors are investing fucking millions, potentially billions into and they don't have their inventions like set in stone yet and they just are like yeah 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 like it's working it's working until they eventually figure it out and it's like well that's just fraud you know what i mean like that's that's just fraud you it's, can't do it's that fucking, it's it's pretty crazy man and then i watched that netflix show dairy girls which was cute and funny and made me smile but other than that no i haven't really watched anything either just i've been... just been confused by squid game memes all week I need to watch it, but, like, here's the thing. I'm one I, of those people where if everyone's talking about how great something is, I will purposely not watch it just to be contrarian. 
I'm usually not like that. I'm usually like, oh, this is probably pretty good. I should check it out. Most of the time, I enjoy it. I don't think it looks very good, personally. And again, I haven't watched. I mean, it it could be cool. I googled it today to like. I was finally like, all right, what the fuck is this about? I googled it and I was like, "Ah, I don't know, man. I get it. Like, I, I don't know. Like I said, I could be contrarian, except for if it comes to like a true crime documentary. If there's like some sort of true crime doc that everyone's like, yo, this is the shit. I'll just watch it. I'll just I'm on board immediately. Like Tiger King, I immediately fucking watched, you know? Yeah, same. But like, uh, for instance, like that movie Parasite that came out, like, what was that? Two years ago? I I never watched that. Everyone said it was like the best movie of the year and it was fantastic. And I was like, whatever. And then I watched it and it fucking really is like fucking fantastic. Um, but you know, game of Thrones, like, nah, <laughs> but I'm not, a, I don't like fantasy. So that's a whole different ball game. Like I liked game of Thrones, but I didn't finish it. I probably would have ended up hating it by the end. Right. Right. I mean, the one thing like that, that I got on board with was Sopranos, like, because yeah. it's just so dope. I also apparently stopped watching after like the best scene in the show of game of Thrones. So I'll like, I'll just take that as a win. I'll end on that. The wedding. No, the fucking battle of the bastards. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm just honestly, bro, like not a fantasy guy. I'd much rather have like sci-fi where it's like all this crazy fucked up, like kind of like cerebral trippy shit. The other way. Really? See, I'd rather have some, like, fucked up, crazy, cerebral shit that's like, whoa, trippy, than a bunch of people being, you know, like, if you want him, come and claim him, you know? (laughs) Like, I don't know. I just don't like that Uh, shit Something about just, like, fucking somebody getting their head cut off with a sword just uh, tickles my fancy. Yeah, well, that's why we could probably meet in the middle at Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, that's what Star Wars is for, right? That's fair. Yeah, man. All right, well, I think that's enough pop culture talk. Uh, should we move into some oofs? Unless uh, the oof is pop culture related. Um, In which case, we're not doing an oof this week. No, I'm just playing. I wouldn't say pop culture. Oh, boy. So, um, I the Congo. Voice. Uh-huh. You're aware of the Congo? Yes, I am. The, are you talking about the movie? I'm just no, playing. The, the country. You are aware of the movie, though, right? I'm not, actually. There's a movie in the mid-90s called Congo with these, like, killer... I think they were gorillas. They're, like, killer gorillas. You should you should check it out. It's it's pretty fucked up and... Uh, Congo movie. I haven't watched it in a long time, but I think oh it's God. probably pretty racist. <laughs> I think that's the movie I'm thinking of. It's probably pretty racist. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's mid-90s movie about Congo. Like, you know, I mean the bad guys are gorillas yeah let's act like it's not gonna be racist it was the mid 90s and not the like kid soldier gorillas no yeah no like actual primates are gorillas primates yes i don't know anymore they're our friends i've forgotten so much science except for dinosaurs i know my shit when it comes to the dinos bro all right so anyway what's uh yeah right (laughs) what's um what's happening in the congo uh people are crushing up car exhaust filters also known as catalytic converters and snorting them what the new drug fad why what police police and authorities alike were baffled by 
you know, catalytic converters and a bunch of car robberies, just like a huge uptick all of a sudden. Uh, come to find out, it all traces back to drugs. It always leads back to drugs, Birdie. People crushing up fucking catalytic converters. Uh, I, I'm not exactly sure who started it. But yeah, they'll crush it up. They'll throw some tobacco in there. They'll throw other pills in there. Just crush it all up, snort it up. Uh, one guy says it's good because it helps him not be uh, violent. Uh, the effects of it it makes you just sit motionless or stand sit or stand motionless for four to but six why are hours. they doing it is it just like carbon monoxide poisoning i think or like co2 poisoning i would that was the thing i like that was my best guess was some sort of fume poisoning so they're just thing. well i was gonna say they're just poisoning themselves they're not getting high but then i was like well most forms of getting high are just poisoning yourself <laughs> you know what I mean? My mom like, actually the other day she was doing this um she's fixing this table, she's like stripping it and mm-hmm. just painting it and shit. And the fumes from whatever the fuck she was using, she had to like go outside and apparently she said she just sat out there and was like, Why do people do this? Why do people do this to get high? She oh, was like man. just completely fucked up from it. She's like, I hated it. Oh yeah. So my I used face to do was that warm, shit all the sweating. time. Whenever I you hear people doing that shit? I just think about Charlie. Dude, we used to do that shit all the time. There's a spider. Paint fumes. Spider. Bleach. Spider. Um, Deep in my soul. Keyboard duster. You know, whipped cream, all that stuff. Don't forget to bring a towel. Just get high as shit on that stuff. It's really bad. It's really bad for you. I'm probably going to die in like 10 years. Well, you're not crushing up catalytic converters like these fucking people are. Truth, right? truth. One thing you haven't done. They're calling it Bombay, which translates to powerful. That's kind of a dope-ass name for a drug, though. A little bit. That's really lit as far as drug names go. Hi, man. You have a good time? I got some Bombay. Right? I remember watching a Vice documentary about uh, somewhere. I think it was Africa. might have been South Africa. I can't remember where they were just, like, chugging cough syrup all the fucking robo run time it was called what was it called it was like something clear go on a robitussin run i mean i've done walmart open all the bottles drink as much as you can until you get kicked out whoever passes out first loses what was the name of that shit uh it was called oh it was nigeria and it was codeine cough syrup oh Lil Wayne's been doing that for years. Yeah, I mean, I've done it a lot myself. It's um it's an interesting high. It's it's um what's the best way to describe it? Like I wouldn't say disorienting, but sort of like I don't know, it's hard to put into words. I I like definitely hallucinated hard as fuck. Like harder than I ever did on mushrooms or any of that stuff. Uh well, maybe not. The one time I took way too much acid. That was like the craziest thing that's ever happened to me. But uh, that's a story for another day. Because that's a long, long story. It takes like 20 minutes to tell. But um, yeah, basically the gist of it is I thought I was going to be a cult leader by the end of it. It's like, I'm going to be a cult leader. Like Charles Manson or uh, I was gonna say Burt Charles Manson Bacharach. I kept thinking that. I was like, oh no, I'm Charles Manson now. (laughs) <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
It was really fucked up and weird, man. It was a fucked up time. Then I took a Xanax. 20 minutes later, boom, I was good to go. Came back in the house. Guys, you have no idea where I've been. Maybe that's the uh, fix to this Bombay shit. You just need to pop a Xanax. I mean, look, I'm telling you, it's a cure-all. Literally, <laughs> like Xanax could cure anything but, like, actual diseases. Cures anything. It's the best. I'm, I took one 20 minutes ago. Cures a bad time. Fucking um, does. But, yeah, the president of the Congo wants to crack down on, like, car security, protection, all that shit, because people are just stealing shit out of people's cars to get baked off of. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, they just stand there like a zombie for a few hours, and then you wake up with a headache. Mm. Mm. Jesus, man. Big problem in the Congo. That's what they're dealing with. Yeah, that, most of the time the oof is not really an oof, but that's actually like an oof. Like yeah. That's actually like hard-ass news, bro. Who the fuck is snorting goddamn catalytic converters? But then it made me think of our guy, our boy, you remember? He stole the playground? Yes. Remember the police event? Like they were led there originally because of the catalytic converters. Is he? Did this guy hear about this early? Is he the kingpin? Was he Is selling he, this? He's shit? distributing. He he's distributing catalytic converters to the Congo. Yeah, he's a converter. They stole kingpin. his. They stole one of his shipments, and they didn't think anything of it. No. But we're fucking on to you, buddy. I wrote yeah. your name down. It's somewhere. In oh, my we're notes. about to blow this whole thing apart. It goes straight to the top. This is top, this Bernie. is fucking journalism. We are gotcha doing journalism. journalism. We are doing journalism right now. That's couple, what we're I doing. I remember what we were talking about before, but we were gonna make a couple episodes ago. We we're gonna do a Michael Moore style documentary. We're gonna have to do that here. Just get right in, up in his face. Be like, are you distributing Bombay to the Congo? <laughs> we're on to you. We know you stole the playground. We know you've got a shady past. Oh my god. Got caught with your first shipment. Uh bowling for Congo. <laughs> okay. Alright. Let's um It'll be uh second in the series behind Chuck and D's and Red Hop <laughs> before yeah. Red Hopped Over. Bowling for Congo. <laughs> if it wasn't about such a fucked up thing, it makes such a good episode title. Uh, all right. Uh, so let's let's uh let's crack open these sports, Hoss. Probably still gonna name it Bowling for Congo, but yeah, yeah. let's get into football. Yeah, we should. Or we might get a title from this, actually. Okay. All right. So f NFL this week, week four. We'll start on Thursday night. Jags, Cincy. They uh, big, big game. Best Jags Bengals game I've ever seen. We kind of shit on it last week. <laughs> Best one of my lifetime. Uh, Cincinnati wins 24 21. Trevor Lawrence played his best game thus far. They're actually up 14 0 at one point. Uh, Cincinnati's run defense was horrible. Jackson Jacksonville ran a uh, read option on third and two at least three times. I saw it three times. Mm. I mean, Did not get stopped once. Wow. It worked every single time. That's what I'm saying. Cincinnati's run D was just fucking non-existent. Yeah. Uh, Bengals receivers kind of struggled to get open. Joe Mixon got hurt on the last drive, but he kind of stayed around on the sidelines, so nothing super serious there. Yeah, just keep right. an eye on him in reports this week. Nothing, um, as we like to say, egregious. Correct. But the main story from uh, from this 
this game was what happened after. Uh-oh. Did you hear about any of this, Brody? No. Bro, like I said, oh, I've been, I like, in wait. show mode, so we practiced, like, five days last week. I've done, like, nothing but music. Yeah, no worries, man. I can't wait. I'm going to run through uh, Urban Meyer's in some hot water, but I'm just going to run through his Jags tenure thus far. Okay. I got a bulleted list here. Uh, so, at the start, number one. Hired Chris Doyle as team's director of sports performance. Doyle was accused of making racist comments and belittling players during his time at Iowa. After heavy backlash, Doyle resigned from the Jaguars. Mm. Uh, it's a whole about a week. He was only employed by the team for about a week. Uh, signed Tim Tebow as tight end. Cut Tim Tebow as tight end. Yep, remember that. Drafted a running back in the first round. The one position they didn't need. Uh, openly admitted that he was hoping to draft Kadarius Tony with the pick used on Travis Etienne. Kadarius Tony has not played very well thus far. Uh, told reporters that they cut players due to their vaccination status, which launched an entire NFLPA investigation. Big no-no. Can't do that. Cut Trevor Lawrence's reps in half all offseason by holding QB competition between he and Gardner Minshew just to trade Minshew for a sixth-round pick. Traded away last year's number nine overall pick, Henderson. Uh, Jaguars start 0-4. And, and then here's where it gets good, Birdie. Oh, Didn't boy. travel with the team after week four loss to Cincinnati Thursday night. Viral video emerges of Urban Meyer inappropriate inappropriately touching a woman that was not his wife. Canceled Monday's team meeting as he dealt with backlash over video. Only apologized to position groups individually instead of addressing entire team. Laughed at by multiple players publicly. Uh, Jaguars owner released a statement that Meyer must, quote, regain our trust and respect. Oh, boy. I mean, you rattle uh, off that Urban list Meyer. and it's like it can't get much worse and then it does. And that's when was he officially hired? Like march yeah i was gonna say it really wasn't that long ago it really wasn't that long ago i think i think meach was still on the show he was for sure january 14th jesus christ so less than a year ago yep wow tough look but did you see the uh pictures no can you send him to me right now he looks like the most awkward dad ever at like at the club just like grinding up on these fucking college age girls oh boy it's not a good look he's going full kenny powers huh full full kenny powers you know what i'm saying just spiraling out of control bro there's also an alternate angle where he just gives like a little finger gun right up the girl's ass no yep that's Hold what I'm on. sending you first here. Can cut some of this dead air out in the uh, in post, bro. That's just sexual assault, <laughs> bro. That's so fucked up. Not his wife. Not his wife, dude. That's so nasty and like scumbagish. Oh my god, bro. I think my favorite part is that he's wearing an Ohio State like polo. <laughs> yep. Wow, Jesus Christ. And it's also his bar. It's named after him. 
in Columbus, Ohio. Wow. Okay, look, I'm going to throw this out there, okay? Uh, just as a man who knows men, ladies, never trust a man who does finger guns. <laughs> just don't do it. Just don't do it. <laughs> just don't do it. They're either A, a super dork and they can't fuck, or they're B, a super creep and they will molest you or assault you. That's that's just it. Never trust a man who finger guns. They can fuck, but nobody wants them to. Exactly. Like, never trust a man who finger guns. Like, in seriousness. Like, if homeboy does it as a... Like, sometimes I'll do it as a joke to like, make someone uncom- uncomfortable, you know? I pass one of the other drivers at work, I always finger gun at him. Right. Like, that's one thing. <laughs> but, like, like if, if, homeboy, if your homeboy ever walks up to a woman and, like, finger guns at her... That woman needs to run away yeah, for, various reasons, for various reasons. For various reasons. Get the fuck out of yeah, there. Get the fuck out and quick. But Urban Meyer fessed up quickly. He was like, yeah, bad look. Yeah. <laughs> Can't let that happen. I'd fucking say so. Jesus Christ. What a travesty. What a shit show. <laughs> oh, my God. I heard uh, part of my take there, like, Urban Meyer's got to be one of those people that just thinks it's, like, not real at first. And then he sees the video after it's been viral for, like, 12 hours. And he's like, oh, shit. I got to do something about this. Right. And he just forgets Twitter exists. And I was like, yeah, that that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Up. That tracks sure. us, we like to say. Yep. Absolutely. That's the most ridiculous thing. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, uh, I mean, the first again, thing I the was... Bengals-Jaguars game was actually a pretty decent fucking well, that's... game. Like, I was engaged in it the whole time, and then this has just dominated that whole storyline since Thursday. Well, that's what I was going to say, is, like, the bar for that game is not very high to begin with. That's what I was originally going to say, and then we spiraled right. off into this whole other thing. So, like, right. well, yeah, the bar's not very high on that game to begin with. So, you know, I mean, not to take away from him, but just saying. Not exactly a high bar to exceed, <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's that's fair. Um, my next little bit of news here before we get to the rest of the NFL week. Uh, you're aware of Jim Harbaugh, brother coaches the Ravens. Of Jim course, Jim Harbaugh's the current coach at Michigan. Yeah, of course. So I saw a little anecdote today on Twitter. Uh, I don't know where this account got it from, but the account that I got it from was Zanny DeVito. Shout out, great name. Yeah, it is. But uh, I'm just going to read it. Okay. Uh, Like the head coach, file under quote, too good to check. This story from around 2000 involves Harbaugh wanting to throw the ball around with some girls at Dominic's. An observer feels this is flirting until... He said to the first girl, keep your hands up, thumbs down, and he showed her the proper motion with his own hands. When she didn't quite get it right, he grabbed her wrists and showed her how to position her hands. He then placed (laughs) off 15 yards, held the ball in front of him, squatted like he was coming under center, patted the ball hard, yelled hike, took three hard steps back, planted his back leg, and fired the ball at the first girl. As he let the ball go, he could hear it click as his fingernails hit the ball. And I shit you not, as the ball whizzed through the air, you could hear it stunk. It hit the girl in the shoulder and knocked her down. Jim wasn't playing. <laughs> There's more. Okay. Qu- quote, come on, let's go, Jim barked, while girl number one picked herself up. Girl number two gamely grabbed the ball and lobbed it back again. 
Jim got his QB squat, smacked the ball, yelled hike, did a hard three-step drop back, and fired the ball at girl number three. <laughs> she ducked, but the ball hit her off the top of her head, went into the street. As girl number three picked herself up, girl number two ran after the ball. Uh, when girl number two throws back to short, back to Jim was short, Jim got a bit annoyed and set the girls up in a relay so that the two girls were about 25 yards away, and the third girl was halfway in between so that the girls could throw to her and she would run the ball to Jim because her throws weren't good enough. For the next oh five God. to ten minutes, he was firing balls at these two poor girls, knocking them down until the third girl came over and ran the ball back to him. <laughs> oh my God. I pray to God that story's real. You know what that reminds me of? Fucking Uncle Rico. It's like a movie, dude. It's, it's like Uncle Rico. It's fucking straight Napoleon Dynamite shit. Like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing, dude? What are you doing? He's teaching these girls how to fucking catch at a bar. And he's just under center like he's fucking, like it's game day for Michigan. <laughs> Just humming these balls at these girls. Do you think after after he was done, he went up to one of them, hit him on the shoulder, and went, you're fucking all right, eh? No, I think he probably had him run their fucking 40 times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. How much do you bench? Right? Like, that's... I don't even know how to respond to that so crazy. I woke up and read that this morning, and I was like, gotta take a picture of that for the show. That's insane. Holy shit. What Just something fuck? that made me smile today, and I hope it made you as well. Yeah, definitely. And I can totally yeah. picture Jim Harbaugh doing that, too. Right? It's yeah, not like an absolutely. outlandish picture in my head. I can see it. <laughs> yeah, like 100%. And it's like, it almost sounds like he wasn't even trying to, like, hit on them or, like, flirt with them. He was being dead ass And that's, that's what the story said. He's like, I thought he was flirting with them until I saw this happen. Right? Like, what the hell? You know he's getting a hard time now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... that's. I hope some of the I mean, that's a big this. oof, dude. That's a big oof. That's a big oof. It's a big oof. But I wanted to get that in before. And then our last bit of oof, did you see the, the tweet I sent you a couple days ago about Brady? Uh, maybe? I don't remember. I'll pull that one up as well. I saw the uh, one about um, Seth ben Wickersham Simmons. says the 49ers were Tom Brady's number one choice as a free agent, but after extensive work by the San Francisco coaching staff, they felt they were better off sticking with Jimmy Garoppolo. I was right. Yeesh. Tom Brady's quotes, you're sticking with that guy? I was right. It was about Jimmy. Yep. Yeah, you were. You were absolutely right. Vindicated. Yep. All right. Uh, next on the docket. <laughs> Uh, Panthers-Cowboys. First game I watched this week uh, was the 1 o'clock game. Panthers got their first loss of the week, or the season, excuse me. was their first loss of the week, too, I guess. Right. 3-1, uh, Panthers fall to, and a 36-28 to loss to the Cowboys, who would move up to 3-1. and one. Um, Darnold had a speed option for a touchdown and scrambled for a second one, giving him a league-leading five, the most by a QB through the first four games of the season. Nice. Big ups for Sam Darnold, looking way better with the Panthers than he did with the Jets. Right. Uh, this was the first real test for the Panthers' defense, who has just been lights out so far. 
they did not rise to the occasion. Cowboys looked awesome. 36 points. Cowboys dominated. They ran for 245 yards. Kellen Moore is going to be a great coach. Uh, Trayvon Diggs had five interceptions in his first four games thus far. Uh, Defensive player of the year candidate in Dallas. And question for you. (gasps) Is Dak a top five QB? Because I don't think he is, but he's. I don't know. He's, no. he's close, but he's not. No. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the same thing like you, me, and Meech were saying last season. Like, I wouldn't say he's the the you know one of the best in the league, but I also wouldn't say that the Cowboys would be good without him. Yeah. That's like that's my general feeling. Is like without him, it's a shit show, and but that doesn't you know I mean it's like you see that in, with so many sports teams throughout history a player that was the, as one player goes yeah like a player can be good and kind of carry the team but that doesn't mean they're great it just means they're good and it can also depend on your division i guess too there's a lot of factors but that's my feeling i, I wouldn't say i'm not saying he's bad at all i think he's somewhere around like eight right exactly like he's on the fringe of that yeah. Right. But but I but like top ten, not top five. Yeah, I just think like it is important to state that without him, they would not be nearly as good as they are. So like it's not an undervaluing. I think you know. I think that's like a proper rating. I agree with you. It's essentially yeah. what I'm saying. It's a long winded way of me saying yes, you're right. Long winded agreeal. Yeah. Agreeal agreement. <laughs> agreeal. Got some cheeseburgers on this agreeal. A grill <laughs> sounds like it could be a word. It really does. It really does. It sounds like some like contract language. Henceforth, by this a grill. <laughs> some fantasy Viking times language. Yeah, exactly. Some wizard shit. Yeah, facts. Um, Chiefs, Eagles. Chiefs win 42-30. They move to 2-2. Two two. Eagles fall to 1-3. Their only victory being over the lowly Atlanta Falcons. Um, underhand pass from Mahomes to Clyde Edwards-Hilaire for the first touchdown looked really fucking pretty. Shovel passes, when they work, they're just a thing of beauty. Oh, they're the best. But then when they don't work, you look like the biggest fucking idiot. Oh, you really do. But I do that shit all the time. Like, when I throw something, to, if somebody asks me to throw something to them, I'll, like, shovel, shovel pass. Shovel Yeah, and I'll go, shovel pass. We did a thing, and uh, <laughs> we would do that in high school for a while, and we would do it way too hard that you'd never catch it. <laughs> and then yeah, it hits off That's your what hands. I basically like, well, do. what the fuck? It hit you in the hands. Yeah, that's what I do. I'm like, oh, yeah. come on. That was a good pass. Shovel pass. Shovel pass. Hell yeah. I'm glad I'm not You're the only one that does that. It. What's yeah, the Chiefs' record now? Two and two. Okay, so I mean it's not stellar. Nope, they are tied for tied for last in the AFC West now. They were in sole possession last week, but they're tied now. Well, let's calm down though. We're not, you know, it's still early. Well, very. You know, and it's only by a game. Right. Uh, um. Three touchdowns from Tyreek Hill. Big game from him. A hundredth win for Andy Reid with the Chiefs. Only coach to have a hundred wins with two teams. Obviously, the other come against the Eagles, which kind right. of nice poetry that he got it against his other team. Yeah, right. And Mahomes in regular season games, he played his fiftieth against the Eagles. He is now forty and ten in the regular season. Six and two in playoffs. Woof. 
Good God Almighty. Possibly the best start to a career ever. Yeah, I'd be really interested to actually see the the data on that. Um, because I mean, you like, very well may be right. His stats are way higher than Brady's, but the right. success rate is probably about the same. Yeah, yeah. You want to talk about that game? Oh, yeah, we'll get there. Okay. On, I'm going to briefly Working up to a few of these. Yeah. Um, we got Washington, Atlanta, I mentioned, 34-30. A huge game for Terry. One of the worst roughing the passer calls I've ever seen in that game against Chase Young. Um, two and two, Washington Football Club. One and three, Atlanta Falcons. Buffalo Bills, three and one on the season now. They blew out the Texans 40 to nothing. Their second week in a row, Ooh. not allowing points. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. How do you Davis go Mills has looked horrible for the Texans. Dawson Knox had two touchdowns. And uh, his best game of the season thus far. Uh, big game next week, though. Yeah. Bills Chiefs. Oh, yeah. That is a big game. Oh, yeah. Super excited for that one. Oh, yeah. We'll see if the Bills are not going to be able to keep up this shutout streak they've got going here. Right. Yeah. That, that That's not going to happen. No. Uh, Chicago, Detroit, 21-14. The Bears beat the Lions. Lions fall to 0-4. Still looking competitive <laughs> in every single game. They're just going to lose by a touchdown or something every week. Uh, Bears, 2-2. Two two. Matt Nagy did not call the plays, and they won. Crazy. Crazy. Matt Nagy did not call the plays, and Fields looked good. Crazy. Crazy. Matt Nagy did not call the plays and they were throwing the deep ball crazy <laughs> david montgomery hurt two touchdowns uh before the injury he's likely gonna be out a couple weeks but that's all it got on the bears game there uh indianapolis got their first win they beat the dolphins 27 17 i saw no part of that game other than jonathan taylor carrying my fantasy team for the first time this year thank you first round pick uh, Cleveland versus Minnesota, fourteen to seven. The Browns got the win, three and one. Uh, Minnesota in the same boat as the Lions. They've actually picked up a victory this season, but they're just gonna lose in close games constantly. Right. And they're not gonna blow anybody out. They're gonna win by like three points if they do win. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, big story from this game: Miles Garrett got a random drug test the day after the game. He had fun with it on Twitter. He posted. Uh, I go sleeveless one time, and they hit me with the, uh, you got a random drug test in the morning, sir. SMH. <laughs> that's pretty I good. Had to flex on him a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's pretty solid. Good response to a random drug test. Right. Not as classy as mine would be, I'm sure. New York Giants got the win over the Saints. New York, New York. Both the Giants and the Jets got a win this week. Uh, the Jets beat the titans both in ot as well titans lost 24 27 they fall to two and two jets one and three giants one and three saints two and two okay so big weekend for new york there so we're gonna get to this game now yeah we'll get there we'll get there now okay so what happened exactly the reason i ask is because somebody posted like holy shit, you know, the Bucks are what, I think it was like two points down or a point down with a few minutes left. And I was like, oh shit. And then I, you know, checked the score and they won. So t talk me okay. through what happened. 
So I'll go through the the end of the game first. We'll work okay. backwards. We'll work backwards here. Okay. So Tampa Bay won nineteen seventeen. Um, we were up seventeen sixteen with about seven minutes left, eight minutes left, something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a lot of time. A lot of time. There's a couple drives where we punted back and forth in between. But Tampa Bay came down with, I want to say, five minutes, four minutes, something like that. Mm-hmm. They had a good drive. They come down. They kick the field goal. So they're up two points. Matt gets the ball back with, like, just over two minutes. Mm. Leads a great drive. Gets us down. We have about 50 seconds left. 56-yard field goal attempt in the rain. Nick Foltz, longest field goal attempt of his, or longest field goal make of his career, excuse me, is 56 yards. So mm-hmm. this would have tied his career long in the rain in a huge clutch situation. It was fourth and three. 45 seconds left, two timeouts. Tampa Bay, I believe, also had two timeouts. Mm. So you're leaving Brady time on the clock and timeouts, which I get you don't want to do. Right. If the field goal goes in, we're not talking about this really. Right. Because you're up. Right. But personally, I don't like the call to kick the field goal. <laughs> I don't either. When you said that, I was like, mm. because 56 yards in the rain when Mac has played his best game of the season. And, and it's only fourth and three. It's only, only fourth, fourth and three. three. Their defense has been... They kind of got, like, more porous as the game went on, I want to say. That might have just been me noticing that, but they started letting up deeper looks more and more as the game went on. But anyway, if Mac's not a rookie, I think Belichick goes for that. Right. I honestly, I think it's a bad call, dude. I think it's a bad call. But the thing is, Folk had the leg. Like, he missed it by an inch. It had the power. Right, but my my thought process back, is like a gamble. Like if you're kicking from that far back, it's a gamble accuracy wise. Regardless, you're just trying to get there, and he got right. it there. It right. just didn't go in. Right, but my thought process is if it's fourth and three, you have two timeouts left. I don't know. I go for it and try to get like at least a little bit closer and narrow that window of. I would error. do the same thing because if you, you get know? if you get that first down. Yeah. You can get another 10 or so yards off that kick. Potentially, yeah. And but you still have 45 seconds. You could even bring it down a little more, like make it an even easier kick. Yeah, at least uh, try to. I like going for it there. And again, it's not like Mac was fucking playing like shit. On the right. Night, right. Yeah, like that's. He, he had a better game. And my thought process, Brady, too, is like. Great. Right. My thought process, is too, is like, okay, you missed the kick here, you lose the game. You know, you go for it and you don't make it, you potentially lose the game. Like, the outcome, that potential outcome is always there. Yeah, I was going to mention that, too, when you asked that. I think if you go for it there and you lose the game off of that, you're not getting, like, shamed as much. Like, you're in the, like, people are going to see, oh, we didn't kick it because we're in the rain. His long is the same fucking distance we'd be kicking from. Right. We just didn't want to do it. People are like, all right, yeah, you had to go for it there. Shit happens. Yeah, like, to me, like, that's why I think we talked about this last week, too, is, like, it's a situation where, like, 
you got to go for it because if you go yeah. for it, at least you went for it. You know what I mean? Whereas I don't know, man. That's my biggest takeaway. It's like, a bad look. Was we looked good with obviously they're beat up right now, but the defending Super Bowl champions. We hunted right. with them. Yeah, and I mean, again, that's, they're beat yeah. up. It's not their fucking. They're not at their peak right now. But we hung in there. Mac played his best game yet. There's a lot to look forward to. And again, we fucking lost off of an inch. He barely missed it. What would have been probably like a top 10 kick in Patriots history, maybe top five. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, I was, there was no small kick. That was a fucking 56 yarder in Jesus's return to Nazareth in the rain. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not, I'm not hating on him for missing the kick. I just think it's like no, not at all. I agree. I don't think it was the right call. I think you got to go for it. Yeah. But and again, I think if Max's not a rookie, I think Bill lets him go for it there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, either which way, I think you should let him go for it. But that's just me. Uh, Brady, a lot of overthrows in that game. Oh yeah. Looked possibly maybe like overexcited, a little overamped. Right. Um, Couple times after the defense got him, he like could see him smiling. Like a couple times he had to throw the ball away or something like that. Right. Could see him smiling, like oh, he fucking got me that time. It was just, I don't know, it was fun for me to see. Right. It was like fuck, Bill, you goddamn son of a bitch, <laughs> <laughs> throwing out some scheme that he knows fucks with him, things like that. And uh, after the game, apparently, Bill went into the Buccaneers locker room and him and Tom talked for twenty five minutes. Oh, really? Somewhere privately, yeah. Cute. After everyone had cleared out. Cute. But I was a little, uh, I was, I thought that would happen. I'm glad it did because Bill's, like, hug to Brady on the field after was, like, the most half-assed thing I'd ever seen. <laughs> he gave, like, the quick, like, bro hug, like, wrapped yeah. his arms around and that was the it. The one tap. And then turned around and jogged off. And Tom, like, literally you could see him look at Bill like that, that was it. All right. And, like, went back to McDaniels. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm glad that happened after, because that's all I would have fucking heard about for the next few weeks. Right. right. Um, did you see Steve Belichick's faces? My last thing from this game. No. Oh, you need to type, go on Twitter right now and type in Steve Belichick. It will be the first thing that comes up. I'm on but it. this man on the sideline just became a meme. It's been everywhere today and yesterday and really since it happened. But he it like panned to him on a third down and he's just got his hands on his knees and he just flicks his tongue back and forth like a fucking snake and it makes these like gritty teeth barren faces and oh no dude you saw it yeah i'm looking at it right now oh it's great what the what the fuck is me, me, i was watching the game with my mom and selena and we were all just like watching the tv quiet and then as soon as we saw it we all three of us were like bah! <laughs> like busted out laughing, bro. Shit was ridiculous. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Jesus Christ. He looks like a lizard. Right? He looks like And the mullet adds to it. The mullet is like peak Tiger King energy. <laughs> like that's all that it Jeez, what the fuck? I wonder what's going on in his head while he's doing that. Right? Barstool posted me staring into my fridge at 2 a.m. Yeah, I saw that, dude. <laughs> I saw oh, one. Yeah. It was like me staring at my wife when she gets out of the shower. 
Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh fuck. That's hilarious. I'll just run through these last three games here. Yeah. Uh, Seattle, 28-21 over San Francisco. Both teams 2-2. Two and two. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo hurt in that one. Mm. Going with that guy over me. The fuck? Trey Lance starts second half. Uh, gave the Seahawks stat last week about their second half lows. Flipped it. They are bad in the first half and dominated in the second half this week. So. <laughs> Got them the win. I'll take the credit for that. You're welcome, boys. That's all that matters. Uh, and last note I had from that, Debo Samuel looking like a legit number one receiver this year. Uh, Arizona, 37-20 over the Rams. Arizona stays undefeated. Uh, Stafford, his first stumble in L.A. And Baltimore, 23-7 over Denver. Both mm. teams 3-1 and one there. Oh, actually, I have two more games here. Green Bay, 27 over Pittsburgh, 17. 3 and 1 Green Bay, 1 and 3 Pittsburgh. Big Ben is so done. Yep. He is not an NFL quarterback anymore. Cooked. And Aaron Rodgers had a bad game. Definitely did not throw that first game. They are 3 and 1. They are fucking killing it. Okay. And then we talked about earlier Chargers 28 14 over the Raiders last night. I lost fucking $25, $25 on that. That happens to us all. That happens to us all. So, um, do a little baseball? A little baseball? A little baseball action? Yeah, let's we'll get do let's do some baseball. Some baseball. A uh, little end of the season stuff. Awards and such. Uh, I'm going to give my prediction for AL MVP Cy Young Rookie of the Year and same thing for NL. Okay, let's hear it. AL MVP, I've got Shohai Otani. I think that's uh, – I like that one. That one speaks for itself. Yep. Dan, he was at the top of, like, every hitting category and was the Angels' eighth this year. So, speaks for itself. Um, Cy Young, Robbie Ray from the Blue Jays. Uh, he's top three in the AL in all of the major pitching categories, ERA, strikeouts, walks, ratio, all that shit. Robbie Ray for AL Cy Young and Rookie of the Year between two teammates also in the AL East, the Tampa Bay Rays. I'm going to go with Wander Franco. I think he's going to edge out Randy Rosarina, but both had uh, Rookie of the Year caliber seasons. You might be wondering why is Randy Rosarina eligible because he didn't have enough playtime last year to right. count for a full season despite being playoff MVP for them. But, uh, yeah, I'd like Wander Franco, number one prospect this year, to take home Rookie of the Year. He hit. He was up for 70 games. He finished hitting 288, but he slashed. I was over about three, to say, yeah, it's 288. But he slashed over 350. Oh, really? In his last 30 games. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So once he got uh, used to the MLB play a little bit, shit started clicking. National League MVP, I've got Bryce Harper. I think he'll edge out Juan Soto. I think Juan Soto should get it. Uh, I've got the same sort of scenario with my NL Cy Young. I think Soto should get it, but I think Harper's going to edge him out. Yeah, I'd rather Soto get it. I'm not a Bryce Harper fan. Yeah, same. Um, I've got kind of the same situation here with Cy Young. I think Max Scherzer's going to get it for the Dodgers, but I think it should be Corbin Burns. With a shout-out to Zach Wheeler. 
Right. Yeah, I think, yeah. Yes. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Corbin Burns had a fucking monster season. Yeah. And nobody really talked about it. Yeah. And he kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, rookie of the year for the NL, Trevor Rogers, pitcher for the Marlins. Well, he really did uh, have a monster season. Corbin Burns? Yeah. Yeah, he had a monster season. I'm looking at the stat line right now. It's ridiculous. He was going to have a complete game, and they pulled him. Yeah, no. I think you're absolutely right. Sorry. I was just looking at complete it. Complete game. I, no hitter. Yeah. They're going to have a no hitter, and they pulled him. Yeah, Excuse I knew what you me. meant. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Trevor Rogers, my rookie of the year for the NL, the Marlins. Uh, he had... He led the NL in pitching stats amongst rookies, basically in every single category. He had a sub three ERA. Speaks for itself. Yep. Uh, other MLB news before we get to the playoffs here: uh, Mets do not pick up option on manager Luis Rojas, so he is yeah. not going to be the man moving forward for your New York Mets, Birdie. Yeah, I don't know. Some people are saying. So, here's the thing. He's one of the coach speak people, if you know what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. if they play a bad game. Um, I've seen some execute, people. Right. Right. Yeah. Practice, exactly. Down, offensively, defensively, fundamentally. Yeah. And this, um, one of the Twitter people that I follow, uh, Greg Kaplan, shout out, uh, was saying that, like, you know, he thinks it's partly due to the fact, like, New York sports fans don't like that. Like, they want a coach who's going to come out and, you know, kind of be like, no, that fucking sucked. You know, and, like, it drives them crazy. So, I think I, I think it's partly that. Are, Go ahead. Some people are upset with the way he mismanaged the, yes. the thumbs down. It's, kind the, of it's that, and I, I also am willing to bet. Lost the locker room, as we like to say. Right. It's kind of like... um just the next step in a uh, sort of revamping the organization since the new ownership, if you will. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just the and, uh, next logical Cohen's step. Cohen's going to implement the guy he wants. Exactly. His guy. Next... Yeah. Like, I think it's fair. You give him another chance, you know, and then if it doesn't work out, you go with your guy. Like, that's just the way it works. So I personally don't have too much of a problem with it. Yeah. I've seen most people pretty happy with the move. Yeah, I mean, like, I didn't hate him at all, actually. Um, I was indifferent, which is just as bad in a way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Lu- Luis Rojas is a great uh, great baseball name, though. It is, yes. It's a fantastic baseball name. I-, I was just indifferent, and when I'm indifferent, to me, that's almost as bad as, like, actively not liking someone. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, last bit of news before we get to the playoffs here. Brewers' Devin Williams is out for the playoffs due to breaking his hand after punching the wall in the clubhouse. Oof. I wonder what happened there. Don't know. Mm. Somebody talked some shit on somebody's They've, mama. Apparently, he tried to cover it up by saying he was celebrating, but I feel like that's not uh, not what you do in celebration. Yeah. Yeah, unless you're, like, super drunk. You're like, oh, check this out. Yeah, but he just pitched a game. Yeah, truth. Truth. I don't know, man. Something fucked up happened. 
some shit there. Yeah. There's something uh, but there. Brings us into the playoffs. It brings me into... Uh, you'll hear assorted comments throughout the rest of the episode. Red Sox-Yankees are starting right now. Wild card. One game wild card. At Fenway. There's a lot, Brody. Yeah, your little heart can barely take it no more. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty fucking much. But they are digging in for the first pitch here. Um, Avaldi on the mound for us. J.D. Martinez out. Garrett Cole going for the Yankees. So we, we, we will see. On the other side, the NL Dodgers versus Cardinals in their wild card game. Um, the winner of the Red Sox and Yankees will take on the Rays. The winner of the Dodgers Cardinals will take on the Giants, the one seed in their divisions. Or I don't even want to say conferences, leagues. There you go. Leaders in their leagues, you respectively. Uh, then the other series in each: White Sox versus Astros. That will start on Thursday, I believe, and Braves Brewers in the NL. Yeah, you have a pick stuff. For what? For which one? World Series. World Series? I think it's going to be... I think it might be the one seeds this year. I think it's going to be Rays Giants. Ooh. That would be interesting game. Yeah, you're. I think you're probably right. Let me sit on it for a second. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. What'd you sit on? Well, <laughs> I mean... It's, you know, it's one of those things where it's hard for me to put it into words. It's like, how do I say this? I don't want to count out the Dodgers. I hate Aaron Judge. (laughs) Or the Brewers, because, like, I don't know why. I just, you know. I love the number 99. He shouldn't be allowed to wear it. Yeah, right. It's one of those things where it's like the brew pieces. Like, I don't know. I just, I don't, I like them for some reason. So it's hard for me to, but you're probably right, dude. You're probably right. Raise Giants. That's my bet. Yeah. You're probably right. Probably right. As much as I want to get to a little, uh, mid-show break before we hit the rest i don't have a whole lot for nba i don't know if you've got anything for hockey it's just 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 like a couple of things yeah but they're nothing big there's one that's pretty um interesting news story but yeah other than that all right well let's hit a little break and we'll get to that after okay wrap up with that um so i think it was i don't think it was last show i think it was episode 66 um we talked about the flame and hot mountain dew yes here's one survivor's story of the flaming hot mountain dew yeah oh i'm here for it let's go it was supposed to be a taste test a can of the new flame and hot mountain dew would be delivered to my house i'd unpack it chill it in the fridge and give it a try but something went wrong it ended up in my nose he hit a fucking double in the first goddamn... Oh, all right. Oh, no. Back to this. That was for more for me than it was for you. The, the shush. Yes, I know. 
Okay. I know. I received the can, which had been cleverly wedged into a tiny flammable warning metal barrel for shipping. I couldn't get the can out of its pocket, so I stuck the handle of a spoon against the side to lever it free. The can broke open. Warm, fresh off the FedEx truck, aerialized flame and hot soda exploded towards my face. If you've ever breathed in cayenne pepper, you'll have an idea of what I experienced. When the Yellowstone geyser of bright red beverage entered my nostrils, I coughed. It felt like I'd swallowed gunpowder residue. <laughs> I may have even seen visions of Cheeto's mascot, Chester, Chester the Cheetah, tap dancing across my kitchen counters. <laughs> Flamin' Hot Mountain Dew is a marketing masterpiece. It combines the citrusy notes of Mountain Dew soda with the hot pepper flair of Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Both brands are owned by PepsiCo, so this was flavor marriage was perhaps inevitable. Once my nose and throat calmed down, I went in for a more traditional taste test when I asked a marketing representative how the flavor would be described. She told me, Swicy. A combo of birdie. Sweet and spicy. Thank you. Accurate. I'm not a big fan of the bright red Cheeto snack food, but I could go to the town on the soda. As a survivor of one of the world's hottest hot sauces, I would rate the heat level at relatively mild. There's a distinctive peppery updraft in the back of your throat and into your sinuses, even when you consume it the proper way through your mouth. The citrus and spice combo is more melodious, melodious, melodious than with the infamous French's mustard beer. I didn't know that existed. I didn't either. I didn't know that existed. I'm gonna have the to same woman this. has a, uh, <laughs> the same woman has a fucking review of that. French's mustard beer. Well, I'm glad it's not terrible. It sounds horrible if you got it in your nose, though. Yeah, of course it is. I'm sure. It also, is. that woman's gonna die. Yes, absolutely. If you're drinking French's mustard beer and flaming hot Cheetos Mountain Dew, you're not doing good things to your body. And again, it went in her nose. That's too close to your brain. You're, you know what? You're so right. Oh, this was there's like, like last year. There's no way year, there's bro. not like flaming hot Cheeto residue in her fucking brain right now. French's mustard beer, August first of 2020. That's when that was launched. Actually, her review is from August seventh. There you go. So she's on it. She's doing quality journalism. Yeah. Well, everyone go buy a can of uh, Flamin' Hot Cheetos Mountain Dew and let me know how it tastes. Shout out Amanda Kuser for the Survivor story. Yeah, thanks, dude. Thanks, dude. All right, let's do some also, basketball. I hope you have a nice casket when you fucking inevitably die in the next couple weeks. Right? The stomach lining is going to eat itself. <laughs> it just explodes. They're like, man, your stomach just ruptured. We don't Did know you eat happened. anything weird in the last couple have weeks? Have you taken any drugs? No, just no. You know what? I think it was the flaming hot Cheetos I snorted, (laughs) or the catalytic converter I crushed up and snorted. (laughs) (laughs) I was fucked up though. No, it was worth it. Worth it. (laughs) All right, let's do some basketball and then we'll do some hockey and get the hell out of here. All right, works for me. Um, just briefly here, NBA preseason is now underway. We will have regular basketball coverage again. Before we know it, same with hockey. Um, Pau Gasol officially announced his retirement from the NBA. Gasolina, Pau Gasol. 19 seasons in the league. Uh, 
you'll remember him from his time with the Lakers championship teams. Was kind of the number two to Kobe on those ones, the later ones. But um, good for Pau Gasol. I started to like him more and more in his later years, so good for him. Yeah. Earned his bag. Go enjoy it. Um, and the last bit here, number three on the docket, Ben Simmons. Uh, the 76ers did not pay Ben Simmons the $8.25 million, 25% of his contract that he was owed last Friday. Um, they placed that money into an escrow account. Moving forward, the 76ers will duck any fines that Simmons accrues from you know not no-showing training camp, not showing up to games, all those things. Um, they'll take that money for the fines he accrues out of this account. So instead of giving him his money up front, they're like, nah, you, you can get that because you're going to rack up a hefty amount of fines here. You're going to have to give it back to us anyway. So we'll just hang on to it. <laughs> Which I love. That's a power move. Yeah, it is. NBA uh, front offices don't have a whole lot of power these days, it seems like, but that's apparently one of them. So good for them. Right. Oh, and actually, I just remembered off the top of my head. We talked about Andrew Wiggins last week. Why he wasn't vaccinated. He was going to lose game check. Mm. Yeah. So that changed. He was, for the games he was missing, he was not going to be getting paid uh, home or away. And he got vaccinated. Oh. So it won't be an issue. Right. Good for Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, way to go. Be seeing him at, uh, I almost said Oracle. I think it's Chase Arena now. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I got for basketball this week. But it will be. All right, all right. So let's get to the hockey's. All right. I'll pass the baton to you, mate. All right. So, firstly, in the hookies, uh, really the only thing to talk about that's not um, what I think is the most hilarious and interesting story of the week is the um, submissions for the Olympics. So I didn't hear about this. Yeah. So Canada. Um, who was it? They submitted. It was McDavid. And give me just a second. So Crosby, McDavid, and Pietrangelo have been submitted by Canada for the 2022 Olympics. So lock it up. Canada wins. Sweden submitted Zabinajad. Uh, boy. Hedman. Yeah, my fucking boy. Hedman and Landeskog. So that's actually pretty killer, too. Um, I think Landeskog gets underrated. Super underrated. Hedman doesn't. Hedman is, you know... Very highly rated. So that, yeah. But Landeskog, super underrated. Agree with you. As is Zabinijad, actually, I think. Um, I think people who don't watch, like, our conference of hockey underrate him. They don't understand, you know, that. Like, take last season, for example. You know, he has COVID right before a season starts. So the first half of the season, he scored, like, no goals. And then he scored, like, 30 goals in, like, a month and a half. You know what I mean? Like right. when the dude is healthy, like he's pretty unstoppable he's force. Yeah, like he's pretty ridiculous. So yeah. Um there's that. Also, uh, another little side story here. Jeff Gorton, former Rangers GM, you will remember fondly. Uh Not the NASCAR driver. Yes. Has joined the NHL network as an analyst. So that's kind of dope. Which I think is Wait. actually a good position for him because he did really good for the draft. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I just remembered I saw this story this morning. Uh, some NASCAR driver, his wife was cheating on him. Mm-hmm. Or a former NASCAR driver. He went to the house of the man that uh, she was cheating on him with. Oh, no. They were in the act. 
he showed up with a hatchet, and the guy apparently shot him and his wife. Wait, the guy that was his wife was cheating on him with shot yeah. him and his wife? Yeah. What? Yeah, crazy shit. I just I saw it this morning. What? I think the wife is alive, but the guy's dead. What? Yeah, dude. Super crazy bizarre. shit. Probably driver way more fatally shot after attacking ex-wife with hatchet. Yeah. Okay, so I I'll have to read about this later, but what it looks like is maybe that like shooting the wife was an accident. But let's That was what I got from it. Yeah, but let's get to what is the most entertaining story of the week in the hockey world. <laughs> yeah, in sorry my for the side note there. I just brought it's up. It's okay. Jeff no, Gordon. thank I was you. Like, right. You know me, I'm always interested to read about another murder. So I got yeah. something to do. Um our second favorite. So Elaine Vigneault is back in the news, my boy. Um did you see this? Eileen Vin Blow. Yeah, right, for real. Did you see what happened? No, I didn't. Okay. Robin Lehner, who is a goalie for, oh, I did see for this, the Golden actually. Knights. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Tweeted out. I didn't realize that was his staff, to be honest. Yeah. I didn't even put that together. Yeah. So Robin Lehner, for people who did not see, um, tweeted out. Give me just a second. I can tell you exactly what he said because I have the tweet right here. He said, common for workplaces to give out benzodiazepines. Benzodiazepines are like anti-anxiety meds. Xanax and so on uh, to employees when they travel and Ambien should they, you know, not be able to sleep. Uh, then he said, should that not be done by doctors or psychiatrists? Leonard said that this wasn't done in Vegas currently, but he knows that other teams uh, do it and that he's been on teams that do. Then referring to the Flyers, he said a dinosaur coach treating people, robots, not human. And then he said, uh, for Vigneault to be fired and said, I got proof, try to shake your way out of this one. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, boy. So coming for your guy, right? Coming for him hard. This, coming for him. He's uh, gunning for yeah, him. Yeah, like, wants him gone. Fucking, and I will be, I'll tell you, as a New York Rangers fan and someone who has followed the New York Rangers sports media very closely, when he was our coach, there he were take shots. He chucked him a live grenade. Right. Catch. Right. There were many stories when he was the coach of the Rangers that were not confirmed by the team. But again, nothing ever is. Um, Never. But there were many stories of him treating players like shit. Pavel Bushnevich said after Vigneault left that Vigneault basically would not speak to him. And was playing. Yeah. And was playing people like Tanner fucking Glass. You know, over Pavel Buchnevich. You know what I mean? <laughs> now, Tanner Glass is a sort of New York Rangers legend because of, you know, just how goonish he really is. But still, it was. Vigneault has a history of doing that. Like, he's not exactly a good coach for young players. That's pretty well known. But what's hilarious to me is Vigneault's response. You got to watch the video because it's so awkward. And he says. I consider myself experienced, not a dinosaur. You could say with experience, you become a dinosaur, maybe. <laughs> like, what? What kind of response is that? <laughs> he clearly is like has some ammo against yeah. you, and you're concerned on his fucking terminology. What does that mean, though? With experience, you become a dinosaur? <laughs> like... <laughs> Oh my god, it's so ridiculous. And he said, may, "Now I want to know if, like, when he saw his quotes, he was like, 'Fucking a right, I'm a dinosaur.'" 
God damn right I am. Right? It's hilarious. <laughs> then he said, uh, but I do know I've been coaching a few years and I am tough. I am demanding, but I do care about my players through the years. Probably there are some guys who liked me and probably some a little less, but I've done it with the best intention and with respect. Now, here's the part that blew me when I was reading the article. He's 60 years old. I had no idea he was so fucking he's old. He's a dinosaur. Right, right. He's a dinosaur. <laughs> right. So, really, he's 60 million years old. But um, little dinosaur joke for you there. Um, yeah, I think that's hilarious. I would love it if Elaine Vigneault got fired because I think he is one of the worst coaches in the league, if not the worst. It's hard to say who's the worst. Maybe Lindy Ruff. Um, yeah, I would say that's those are probably my two front runners. Uh, maybe that guy that coached Buffalo last year, but he wasn't really a hockey coach. He was like a fucking soccer, a soccer coach. Guy. So it's like, what the fuck is that, dude? And by the way, while we're here, Buffalo's still not releasing Jack Eichel's medical information. Nope. It's so stupid. Like, I understand they don't want to give it to a team unless the team is really interested. I get that because, you know, you don't want it leaked across the world. But at the same time, you don't go to buy a car and they don't give you the accident report history. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you, you're trying to sell here, Hoss. You have to, like... You know, that's so fucking stupid. It's just, Jesus Christ. We're not talking about that anymore. I'm exhausted with it. Um, I'm not so sure he's going to be traded at all this year. At this point. Really? I just, I mean, if you're not going to do it now, when are you going to do it? Right? Like, what sense does it, I don't know. I don't. Yeah. It's, again, exhausting. But yeah, I mean that's that's. Oh no! Oh no! What? Oh. Fuck! Oh! Oh, it's us! <laughs> what happened? It was a home run. Nice. All right, let's get the fuck. Dude, I could have swore I couldn't fucking tell. Like, the crowd <laughs> looked like they weren't. That's what I get for watching on mute. Yep, that's exactly what you have for watching on mute. Well, let's get the fuck out of here so oh, you so cannot watch it on mute. We'll get yeah, out of here so you can turn that volume back up on that TV screen, bro. Turn that bitch up. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode. Follow us on all the socials as always. It's Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, ColorCast. You know all well, that shit. Not, not YouTube right now. Oh, yeah, not YouTube because we can't make videos. Um, but it's all Stone Sports. You know, you'll find it. Uh, like, comment, subscribe, all that stuff you're supposed to do. And, uh, yeah, let's get out of here. Say goodbye. Peace. Lightest.